Nieves. Welcome to the Have You Seen This podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Wilson, here with my good friend and co-host, Jake Spencer. What's up? And this is a show where we alternate weeks suggesting a movie the other one has not seen to watch during the week, and then we discuss it on the show. The movie this week we're discussing is 1996's uh, horror slasher classic, Scream. Directed by the late, great Wes Craven, who's famous for other scary movies like Last House on the Left in 1972, The Hills Have Eyes in 1972, and then everyone knows Nightmare on Elm Street in 84. The movie starring Nev Campbell as Sidney, Courtney Cox as Gail, David Arquette as Dewey, Skeet Ulrich as Billy, Matthew Lillard as Stu, Rose McGowan as Tatum, and Jamie Kennedy as Randy. The movie's about a year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl, Sydney, is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as a part of a deadly game. So, Jake, how you feel about this movie? How you feeling? Are you, uh, how well, are you feeling going into it? If the first 15 minutes, I was just like, as I texted you, I was very uninterested in seeing it. If it was just going to be nothing but just killing and blah, 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 I'm just like, Ugh, do, I, do I really have to sit here and watch this? But it got a lot better as it got as it went on. That that first the, part. So, I mean, I know you don't know. You probably didn't know much about this movie outside of like what's in popular culture. Uh uh-uh. Um, but the whole movie, the the ads, the trailers, and everything, all just had Drew Barrymore in them. Oh okay. So they promoted it like it was a movie starring Drew Barrymore as like the scream queen in the movie. Well, that's what I expected. And then they killed her. They killed her because she had some other movie that she was doing that ended up being at the same time, and she couldn't commit to it. She okay. still wanted to be a part in it. So they they killed her in the first 12 minutes. Okay. Kind of a big diversion about who the movie was about and what. So that's why that's why I didn't want to tell you because that, that, the first 12 minutes is intentionally, like, really intense. Well, if you had asked me who is the star of the Scream movie, I would have said, I think it's Drew Barrymore, because that's literally all I knew, that she was in it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and then yeah, it. she gets she gets uh, killed at the first pretty grisly. Um, yeah. You know, and she, and she it's it's really like you're watching, it's again, this movie is a whole, it's a meta thing. It's a meta yeah. horror movie. So she's just breaking every rule yeah. um, that you can break in a horror movie. She's yelling who's there at the door and you know she when she escapes she doesn't run away right away she's yeah. like peeking back in the windows and all this stuff so it's really setting the grounds of like what the rules in this movie are going to be and what the serial killer is following in his in his uh, pursuit of the teens in the area mm-hmm. so Leading into that, what's your like your history? Like, what did you know about it? What did you think? It, uh, I guess that would be the next question. Um, just what, like, what? Awa- I mean, there's this has been in popular culture pretty heavily since the '90s. Yeah. Uh, even with like scary movie, the parodies yeah. and things like that. So, what did you know of the movie before you watched it? I can't remember if this scene was in scary movie or like parodied but i definitely remember seeing the jamie kennedy scene later like i I remember seeing where he's like narrating on the movie but it's kind of applying to himself did they spoof that in another movie because it feels like they did because i feel like i've seen that scene before yeah i have no idea i haven't watched those scary movies 
in a long, long time. I would imagine they don't really hold yeah. that today. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't exactly remember, but I mean, I, I'm. I've heard about the movie in the series. I just never cared to see it. Yeah, and I think the I think the first scary movie parody didn't have this stuff in it at all. I think it was like okay. the second one. Was yeah. was when was when because I remember the what's up scene, Ghostface calls one yeah. of the Wayans brothers and they're all doing the what's up, what's up thing. Yeah, that was real <laughs> popular in the nineties. Classic. So you know my my kind of story with it is you know I growing up because this movie came out when we were elementary school. Yeah. Um, I thought it was like in third or fourth grade. I think I remember. And I knew kids that funny enough that I went to school with that their parents took them to see this movie. What? Yeah, they just went and watched it. I don't okay. know. You know, I don't In the 90s were a different time, man. What is the what's a what's a fourth a third fourth graders like what 7 or 8 years old? I don't know. Something like that. Um I remember. So, my parents weren't the type of parents that took you took me and my sisters to scary movies that were rated yeah. R. Uh so I didn't watch this movie until, I don't know, like 2016 or something. Uh-huh. I mean, it was, it was a long time really? before okay. I actually sat down and watched it. Yeah, so, I mean, I knew the Ghostface character was from Scream. Uh, and that was about it. Drew Barrymore was all over the cover. I didn't really yeah. know anything about it when I went yeah. to go watch it. Even to the fact that, I mean, I knew Wes Craven made it. Mm-hmm. But, like, to the fact that it's, like, a meta-horror movie and it, like, Revived the slasher genre for the late early late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, I was completely dumb to all that. I didn't know anything about that. So yeah, I mean, I didn't have like with The Shining or something. Like I watched that in college. Um, yeah. Halloween, I watched in high school, and I'd seen a hundred times. Uh, you know, before twenty sixteen, this one I just watched it in twenty sixteen. Yeah. So, were you aware of this movie before you watched it, I guess, yeah. Jake? You were? Um, like I said, the Ghostface costume was all over everything. Yeah. You know, I remember seeing kids in elementary school having Ghostface, the Ghostface thing, and then it had, like, the classic, like, it had, like, red liquid in it, and then you pumped a little... I remember seeing that one, yeah. The, the blood dripped down its face. Yeah, I remember um, that one. I remember... Oh, it had to be later, because this would have been Columbine or something, that those got banned for Halloween in like oh. 1999 for my elementary school just because it's violent. You couldn't bring in the blades that had like the blood liquid in the, the yeah. knives or anything like that. But that, it was, uh, I mean, it just permeated pop culture so much that you know even kids that didn't hadn't seen the movie were wearing the costume and stuff uh, for school Halloween. Uh-huh. So, I mean, even today... That ghost face mask is just as recognizable as like Michael Myers or Jason. Oh yeah. Uh, Leatherface, those the big hit, the heavy hitters. You know, yeah. I would say, you know, up until a few years ago, JC and my mom and my sister, JC and Cian, yeah. uh, would have been able to pick out the Scream character before they picked out like a Leatherface or something. I don't think oh. either of them knew who Leather. I remember I had a Texas Chainsaw Massacre shirt a few years ago. And my mom was like, what is that? You know, she didn't have any idea what mm-hmm. it was. Um, so, yeah, so if you don't have anything else, we can move on to fun facts. Do you have anything yeah, else, Yeah, go ahead. Hit me with fun facts. So, fun facts. Use of caller ID increased more than threefold after the movie's release. Wow. Yeah. That is really, really surprising. Really freaked people out with the caller <laughs> ID. People went out and got caller ID. And that could have just been, you know, yeah, well, prank called in 1996. You know, it was like like the, the mid 90s was like when that technology was first being introduced, and then yeah. all of a sudden there's caller IDs on phones and stuff yeah. just stock, and it wasn't like a separate unit you had to buy. So I don't know. It could be because of this movie. It also could be just that was where technology was going at the time. Yeah, kind of a, so, a combination. Yeah, and I think I had read that there was a little small bit where there were people trying to copycat this movie and tried to oh, actually really? be like that. I'd read something like there was something about it, yeah. like in the critical reception thing in Wikipedia. Huh. But, you know, there's always going to be people doing stupid stuff like that. Yeah. 
Uh, during production, this one's a funny one. During production, Ghostface's signature black robe was meant to be white to make him appear more like a ghost. Uh-huh. This was changed in fear that people would compare the costume to those of Ku Klux Klan members. That's a smart move. <laughs> yeah, it's very that smart. That was very smart of him to do. <laughs> um, to keep Drew Barrymore looking scared and crying... Director Wes Craven kept telling her real-life stories about animal cruelty since she is a animal lover in real life. So, just I mean, more... Just a good more way mental, to get a real performance. More mental abuse of female actresses yeah. in horror movies. But I still feel like that's probably a little less than what they did to... Um, uh, Shelley Duvall. Shelley yeah. Duvall in The Shining. At around two minutes, Casey, or Drew Barrymore, claims that all the sequels to Nightmare on Elm Street in 1984 sucked. That's because Wes Craven, who's the, the creator of that series, okay. sold the rights to the sequels before the films were released oh. and, beca- and became a success. So he even sold the rights to the films before the first one released. Really? And he, dis- he disliked most, like, many of the sequels. He didn't like them. That's hilarious. So he so said he the, just... Yeah, so he was just trolling the... Yeah. Uh, I think it's New Line that has those. Okay. Uh, he was just trolling... Uh, saying that the sequel sucked in the first one's the only good one. <laughs> That's hilarious. During ni- uh, during the Halloween uh, 1978 viewing scene, someone's commenting that the blood is all wrong and it's too red, which is that drunk stoner kid yeah. in the room. Halloween in 1978, oddly enough, doesn't contain a drop of blood in the entire film, let alone that specific scene that they're watching. And me being a, f- a fan of that movie, he's like, the blood's all wrong. Why do they do that? They make it look so fake. I'm like, you know, I was just like, there's no, I mean, there's no blood in that scene. There's no blood in that movie, period. It's, yeah. Uh, they couldn't do that back then. Uh, even, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out in 79 or something like that. Yeah. And there's, you know, there might be flashes, but there's not. I mean, there's very little. They just couldn't put that stuff in the movies. Interesting. And then Stu, or Matthew Lillard's lines, You hit me with the phone, you dick, and my parents are going to be so mad at me were both improvised by Lillard on the spot. Those are perfect. And Craven and Craven liked them both so much, he kept them in. So that guy, uh, Billy uh, Lars Ulrich, I don't, I can't remember what his real name is. I Steve can't remember. Ulrich or something like that. <laughs> Lars Ulrich, isn't that the guy from Metallica? <laughs> drummer from Metallica. <laughs> yeah. um, he actually threw the phone at him and he hit him and he said, "You hit me with the phone, you dick!" And then, oh, that's good. You know, his line was to ask. Um, Sid, if she called, actually called the police, and then uh-huh. he improvised the. My mom and dad are gonna be so mad at me. I actually loved that line, and yeah, I. I and he my is seriously the best part of this movie. Like I wrote that down. It's like my last thing under my favorite parts, and so yeah, was, he. I'll just address that now. I love that it. He delivered it perfectly. It was. I did not expect it. I paused it and had to laugh <laughs> because I, yeah, it just. Yeah, he he's really. I mean, and like I, I we were texting about this movie before, kind of when I was pitching the idea to you. Uh huh. Um, I'm a Matthew Lillard stand man. I oh. I love everything that he has done. I love you know yeah. SLC Punk, even Scooby Doo. He's great in those Scooby Doo movies. He's in you know up the uh, without a paddle. Yeah, that's a good just one. stuff. I mean, everything that I've ever seen him in is just so good. He's always really good in everything. So shout out to Matthew Lillard, man. Do more stuff. I'd like to see you in more stuff, man. Yeah, and bring me along, too. If you're listening, I know he's an avid fan of this podcast. He's one of our 18 listeners we get a week. (laughs) So uh, that's all the the fun facts that I had. I mean, there was like every other horror movie. You know, there was a thousand things that you could write down. I, I saw one that the director, Wes Craven, played the janitor, but also was wearing... Freddy Krueger outfit. Yeah. It's just kind of like a a self reference. Yeah, and um Fonzie, Henry Winkler. Yeah. He he opens the door and nothing's out there and he says like um I don't remember, he says something like jerks or something like that and yeah. the janitor says her at him and looks at him and he says, Oh, not you, Fred and he turns around and walks back into his office. So the janitor's name yeah. was even Fred, which is pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, and I thought I thought that was interesting. So, 
Our next segment is favorite parts and lines. So, Jake, why don't you start us off on this one? So, first of all, the whole beginning scene reminded me of that SNL sketch with Pete Davidson and John Mulaney, where, like, he's, like, calling him on the phone, and then he's Pete Davidson's playing his Chad character where he's just so nonchalant. He just, like, he's like, I'm going to kill you, Chad. He's like, oh, no, thanks. Okay. And yeah, okay. all this other little stuff. It's a hilarious sketch if you haven't yeah. seen it. Check it out. It's so good. Um, but uh, yeah so the beginning scene was weird for me but I made it through because of that SNL sketch it was a lot easier to like huh that's hilarious hilarious that they copied that um, as far as favorite like favorite parts I love the line my name isn't Jesus when the reporter uh, Courtney Cox is like belittling yeah. her cameraman I thought that was a funny scene <laughs> that cameraman says it yeah like, she's... my name is not Jesus yeah, she says, get the camera, Jesus. He said, my name's <laughs> not Jesus. Man, that That'd dude. I wrote down, again, any scene with Matthew Lillard. Um, mm-hmm. His, I mean, his lines, he has so many lines in the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, where he's like, uh, even like sitting at the fountain, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's like, leave her alone. He's like yeah. making sure All everyone hears puns. his joke. And he, um, at, the movie the- at the movie video store, when Jamie Kennedy is saying that Billy is the killer and yeah. he's okay. That's just such yeah. a 90s thing. <laughs> um, when they're planning to have the party and Sydney's kind of on the fence about it when they're walking down the street after school gets canceled mm-hmm. and, you know, Rose McGowan's character Tatum says, Stu will be with us. He'll protect us. And he says, I got you, girl. I'm so buff. I'll protect you. And the, all that stuff's really funny. I just think, yeah. and then you said, you know, the, the, you hit me with the phone, you dick, and the, my yeah. parents are going to be so mad at me. He just had so many good lines in the movie. I really enjoy his performance in this movie. Yeah, he was definitely not what I was expecting as a villain. Just because, you know, obviously they didn't want you to know that he was one. Yeah. And uh, they did They did basically kind of, you kind of had a had a feeling that, uh, who was the other guy, Billy, that he was kind of a killer, like when he yeah. sneaks in the window. Walmart like, brand he, Johnny Depp. Yeah, the way he talks about movies and stuff, like the horror movies, I'm just like, this guy's got a few screws loose. <laughs> he's he's got to be at least a killer. And, uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, There's yeah, that classic television usage in movies, like in the first time Sydney's attacked, uh, where every channel is the same story. The classic. Yeah, because it's just supposed to be like this small, tiny North California town, mm-hmm. like a like like a vineyard or something, like a wine town or something. So Lompoc, where I live. <laughs> yeah. Um, when Sydney and Billy are talking in the bedroom. And she's, you know, apologizing for, you know, kind of pointing at him being the killer and, yeah. and all this stuff. And he's talking about, you know, movies again mm-hmm. and and says something like, you know, you know, you just it's like you're living in a bad movie. And she says, yeah, but this is real life. And then he says, no, it's not. It's a movie. This is all a movie. Everything's a movie. None of yeah. this is real. You just don't get to choose your genre. Yeah. And that's just more meta. Yeah. Meta stuff. But I liked that. I didn't really... Uh, I haven't watched this movie in a long time. Uh-huh. I didn't... I hadn't remember that part. Um, the... And then... We'll get into it a little bit later, but... I don't really like... I mean, I don't really enjoy Jamie Kennedy in anything. Oh, really? I like yeah. Jamie Kennedy... Uh, when he's drunk on the, he's when an he's, amazing actor, he's kind of funny. Uh, when he's drunk on the couch, telling Jamie Lee Curtis that there's the killers behind you, I behind love you, that Jamie, scene. Jamie's behind you. Yeah, right. Uh, as and the, the killers, guy. and yeah, the ghost exactly. is right behind him, you, ready like, to kill him. I thought that was hilarious. And then there's the rules, you know, the classic rules scene with him. Yeah. You, know, you can't drink or you can't or rule number one, no sex, and everyone boos at him. You can't yeah. drink or do alcohol. Get some more beer. And he says, yeah, you never ever say, I'll be right back, because they never come back. And then 
uh, Stu says, hey, you want another beer? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I'll be right back. And then yeah. Stu says it later in the kitchen, which is something yeah. I noticed this time watching it. Yeah. Uh, where, it again. Yeah, he's going to go get uh, Sydney's dad. And he says, I'll be yeah. right back. And he goes to go get Sydney's dad and comes. There was another thing with Billy that I had to say, but I can't remember what it was. If it comes uh-huh. back to me, we'll come back. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny that uh, Jamie Kennedy's character Randy, like the he's like the movie cinephile. Of course, he works at the movie store. Like, yeah, has been fired multiple times. <laughs> yeah, of of course he works there. I mean, it's just it's it's always a it's always that guy who works at the movie store. Yeah. Um, Deputy Dewey Boy, every t- like at the beginning, every time he like gets alerted, he's just. Running around with his finger on the trigger. Yes, like, dude. He's, like, I'm just he's like, such a no David Arquette. And that's that's kind of like a throughout the whole series uh-huh. thing. He's kind of an inept idiot the whole time. Mm-hmm. But I like that, you know. They did, but yeah, you know, they, but they did not make they didn't make him unlikable, which is what I thought. Yeah, was I mean, he's like, charming. He's yeah. a charming person. Um, he's a definitely to 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 his sister, obviously, and then even to yeah. Sydney. He's very much a protective older brother yeah. to them. He's, you know, when he goes to get the car, he tells him not to go anywhere. And, you know, when she knocks out Courtney Cox in that uh-huh. scene, he's like, where'd you get a, where'd you learn how to, where'd you learn how to hit like that when they're walking away? Yeah. He has that ice pack for her. He said, I figured your right, your right hook could use some ice. And he tosses yeah. her that ice pack and stuff. Yeah. I mean, he's a charming character in the movie and I he kind of has to be because most of his. surprisingly smooth too. Most of his, yeah, most of his scenes take place with Courtney Cox, who's being the opposite of charming. She's like yeah. a real manipulative person in this movie. Yeah. And I saw a thing where she approached Wes Craven to be in this movie because she wanted to play that because she wanted to play. She'd been playing um, her character and friends so long, who's For the so opposite long. of that. She yeah. wanted to play a character that was kind of, you know, conniving and manipulative. A little more antagonistic. Yeah, in a, a little more, yeah, evil. So. Because they were going to cast somebody else, and we have that later. But for okay. that, for that, I did uh, think, despite character. Dewey's innocence and awkwardness, he's surprisingly smooth around the, you know, the uh, popular, attractive news anchor. Yeah, it's a simp's dream, dude. It's an yeah. incel's dream. Yeah, he's got it. <laughs> uh, or like the scene where they're like, they're just going to check out the car, and they, the the teens are going down to the football field to go, you know. Check out, the fa- check out the Fonz, dude. R.I.P. Yeah, the Fonz. Uh, they almost get by the car. And, you know, the stereotypical, he ends up on top of her somehow. And instead of just, you know, making sure they're both okay, they make out. It's just like, oh, perfect timing. Kill yeah, her on the she loose. Says, almost get by cars. Make out. She sees the car and she says, is that what you're looking for? And he says, my whole life. <laughs> and he's <just laughs> looking at her. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Get out of here, you you weirdo. You little thirsty <laughs> sheriff. <laughs> I'm the deputy of this town, miss. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. The scene with him and the sheriff where the sheriff's smoking, and every time the sheriff goes to take a drag of the cigarette, he, he like, looks serious, and he, he eats the he ice eats cream cone. He eats ice cream. <laughs> it's I love funny. that. And, like, the sh- I was expecting the sheriff just to mention something about the ice cream, but I'm just like, he just, he sees that Dewey has the ice cream, and he's like, that's that's him. Yeah, That's I mean, him. it's just on brand for him. This is nothing new. He's just yeah. such a like a likable idiot, that an innocent person. Like, of course, he's not going to be smoking or something with the mm-hmm. with the cops. So, uh, our next category is "Did you like it?" So, Jake, the question everyone wants to know: you being a not so much of a horror fan, did you like this movie, Jake? Um, overall, yes. It was well done. I like a lot of the meta references. It was funnier than I was expecting. Um, I just expected it to be a bunch of slasher stuff. You know, they had a lot of good, decently good writing and um, good storytelling, uh, at least for the 90s and for it being a slasher meta kind of semi-comedy. I liked it. I mean, I wrote down on some parts where, like, they had to make, Sydney just feel like that she was like the victim, which is what people do even today. They're just yeah. like, like the gaslighting from her boyfriend, the crap talking from the cheerleaders that they didn't realize she was there. 
And it's just like, oh, gosh, people are actually, you know, still like that. They're all about victim blaming. Yeah, and uh, and a thing about Nev Campbell's character in that movie, um, you know, she she's, you know, very, sh- like, strong and brave, obviously, yeah. because she conquers the, them at the end and outsmarts them. But she also falls into, like, the the classic why did she go upstairs running away from this guy? You know, she, she put the chain across the door and then tried to open the door with the chain shut. Yeah. But right before on the phone with him, she was making fun of women in horror movies that do that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, she's, she's both sides of the coin in that situation, like scenario where she, yes, she does have the capability to, you know, defeat these two villains uh, but she also kind of falls into the trap of being a, you know, victim in yeah. a horror movie. Yeah. So exactly. I really like her character. And her character's really good in, she's in the second one and the third one. I don't think she's in, I think the fourth one was made in like 2011 or something. She didn't want to do it. So it's kind of like, it's like an Urban Legends type movie, like the the kids knew that this happened, but it was, they're like teenagers in high school, so they would have been mm. really young or not alive when it happened. And I think Macaulay Culkin's brother is in it. Uh-huh. And that stuff. It's not very good. And then yeah. Scream, Scream 3 is like super, it's like, it's like look at the screen and wink at you type of meta, and it's not very okay. good either. Gotcha. It's and not then they're making like a new one, one, obviously, with. Yeah, and I, yeah, it would be interesting to see. What they're what they're deciding to do with a new one, you know, yeah, like some odd years, years later, later, almost. So, and then as far as me, yeah, I like it. You know, it's not one. You know, I watch it probably. I don't know. Not every year on in October, but you know, I watch a bunch of scary movies in October just to be festive. Yeah, and it's you know it's one that I. Th- think about whether or not i'm gonna watch it it's usually like a once every two or three years type of thing i don't watch it a ton yeah it's not a bad movie i can see it being totally rewatchable you know i can it's got a lot of funny parts in it if you're a fan of the genre and the actors in it it's a good movie i mean yeah and you know the i've only seen the sequels one time at least the first the first two uh and i mean i guess all of them but the second one, they go to co- they're in college. Yeah, and it happens. And the character that she accused and rec- like admit uh, pointed at in court that killed her mom, Cotton Weary, he is mm-hmm. in more same guy that's in the Wolverine movie. Leah Schreiber. Yeah, Leah Schreiber. He's in the second one. A oh, lot. interesting. And it's kind of like, is he the killer in this one, or is he not the killer? We don't know, type of thing. And Jamie Kennedy comes back. Nev Campbell comes back. Um, there's some other who's who of 90s movies in it. I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think that's the one that... Um, she's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. She's in it. She's a sorority girl. She gets tossed off a balcony. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, she's in it. It's just got some other people. It's pretty good. Third one, like I said, it's, a, uh, it's a, uh, it's sh- a movie about the first movie is being made. Yeah, I I kind of read the synopsis of all the the sequels, and they're all about, they're like three and four, are all about the, the movies about, the murders that happened in the first one. Yeah, so and they're just eight I of them by then or something like that. Yeah, I remember there's a there's a big scene in a Hollywood set in the third one because that's where Jay and Silent Bob show up. Mm. And that's where you're like, okay, this movie sucks. Is because why do these people exist? Uh, and I, I don't know if the movies were picked, I don't if they were picked up by Miramax later or not because that's who makes all those Kevin Smith movies. I know he's mm-hmm. a big fan of them. But, you know, Jay and Silent Bob are on like a studio tour. What is Kevin Smith not a fan of? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I don't I know. Like he's a big fan of a lot of things. You know, 19, 1940s era German propaganda movies. I'd imagine he's not a fan of those. Hey, don't assume anything. 
Kevin Smith, if you're listening, please answer us. You can find <laughs> us on Twitter, H Y S or no, Seen This Have You <laughs> podcast. Please let us know. That's so, nice. um, I kind of switched this next thing up, and I forgot to tell you. Hmm. So no worries. Uh, and it's still kind of the same. But what did you like or problems that you had with the movie? So I just kind of re revamped yeah. the question. Okay, so I'll start with a problem. I mean, obviously, it's kind of how everybody is with scary movies. Like they make choices that you wouldn't make. But obviously, like you have to factor that if that really happened, there's some amount of panic. That you know, you're thinking about only about survival, not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been in a situation like that. But, like, there's a few scenes where it's, like, they briefly incapacitate them. Why don't they just start beating the trash at them while they're down? They're clearly on the ground. It takes them a second to get up. Why not just keep kicking them? Keep. Dude, that's, yeah, that's every horror movie. It's, like, they knock down Jason or something. It's, like, dude, uh-huh. chop that guy's head off and mail it to Siberia. Don't yeah. let him like, get back. Yeah, it's it's like that in every, and, and I would imagine it's, you know, they're playing into that trope. Yeah. But that, that's just, you know. When in the garage scene where Tatum hits him several times with the beer bottles, I mean, I would assume that, you know, getting hit in the groin with a full beer bottle would incapacitate him for more than two seconds because that. Even with a mask, lot. even with a mask on, a, a beer bottle yeah. thrown at he the took force. He took him straight to the face. Yeah, breaking on your face. Even with a rubber mask on, that's still going to break your nose probably. Yeah, that's going to hurt. Um, speaking yeah. of the, the garage door scene, that's one of my biggest problems with this movie. Her death in this movie is so stupid. Going yeah. through the thing in the garage door, not her going through the door or whatever, because, you know, she sees an exit to get out. Yeah. But that garage door motor being powerful enough to pick her up off the ground. Yeah. And smash her into the, the like, where it goes into the house. Yeah. No, not, not, not yeah, happening. I don't, I don't think a garage door would be able to handle that much pressure per square inch that it takes to break someone's neck. Yeah. And stay open like that. That, and, and it's kind of like your thing, is, and, and this might be more of a me, you know, she, you're talking about, you know, she didn't attack him or whatever, but whenever I go into my mom's garage or whatever, and I press the button, I stand there at the button until the garage is all the way open before I go out. Yeah. So, I mean, so just press the button and stand there, the garage door opens, because what happens is she, she presses it immediately and starts walking towards it. Yeah. And he shuts it again because it was only about halfway and she couldn't get out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole lot with that garage door scene that that I just, whenever I watch it, I'm just like, okay, come on. That's and, like, not... she flipped him onto the stairs and he wasn't he wasn't knocked out for more than two seconds or, you know, knocked down. It's just like. Yeah, he takes like, that. He takes that that refrigerator freezer door to the face, and it knocks him, like a knocks him down. Classic Jackie Chan move, right there. And I don't know. I think it's it's supposed to be it's Billy at that point in time. Yeah. Because Stu is hosting the party. Yeah. Spoiler alert: It's Billy and Stu in the movie that are the killers. <laughs> this movie's from 1996, so. Yeah, if you haven't if you haven't seen it and you're listening to this, then sorry, not sorry about spoilers. <laughs> uh, the next thing that I had. And this is just, this is Wes Craven. Yeah. And the 90s. There's a lot of B-bombs yelled aggressively at women in this movie. Yeah. Um, Freddy Krueger does it. Oh, you know, okay. I mean, Freddy Krueger is, is bad with it. All the, like, not the, so much the first one. I don't remember too much, but, you know, the second and third. The more and more campy that Freddy Krueger gets where he's like a clown. <laughs> I'm, you know, yeah. I'm haunting your dreams. The more the B words start to fly, and Wes Craven didn't have anything to do with those, but, um, you know, there's just a lot of, a lot of B bombs thrown at women mm-hmm. in this movie. It's not really, not really, it's you know, it doesn't add anything. Yeah. You know, they could just say, "I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna kill you." You know, I don't need to. I don't need. To, I'm gonna kill you, stupid. You know, it's just a, yeah. it doesn't add anything to the scene. So that was something that I had written down. I, the only thing I, I didn't like about their plan, I mean, their plan is for, you know, a couple of, you know, teenagers that are horror movie fanatics. Their plan is not bad. But then they stab themselves, A, after they reveal their plan, and B, before they even do anything to her. So they're just like, 
you know, and then he stabs Stu too much and he's like bleeding out and can't really do anything. Yeah, I think the whole idea was they were going to shoot her. Yeah. So maybe they don't need. And then another thing about their plan. So like I, I wrote down here, I said when Stu and Billy are revealing their plan about you aren't going to about how they aren't going to get caught and and how it's the perfect plan. They're framing the dead. They're just leaving their bloody fingerprints all over the speaker. All voice over changer. The They're leaving it all over the counter. They're leaving yeah. them all over the murder weapon and everything. So, and I don't know if that was intentional or what, but because they're supposed to be stupid high school kids. Yeah. But, you know, they're just bragging about how airtight this plan is while they're leaving fingerprint DNA evidence all over the crime scene. Yeah, seriously. It's all over the place. And then um, I have one more thing. Henry Winkler did great. But yeah. there is no way a principal would ever talk to students and threaten them with, like, super sharp scissors. Hey, man, it's the 90s, dude. Yeah, but it, I did think that scene was funny, that every time he, like, moved the scissors, it would make, like, a shing. Like, <laughs> yeah, ev- like, it's like, a, like it's a katana or something. Yeah, or, like, it's actually, like, even the scissors just moving through the air, it, he, it makes the shing sound. It's yeah, just, well, it's, uh, he didn't want to, or he's not credited in the movie. Interesting. Really? Yeah, because the studio didn't want to draw like Henry Winkler's in this movie, and he's just oh, like a cameo. Draw the they didn't want to draw the wrong crowd. They didn't, like, yeah, they oh, didn't want to, they didn't want to yeah they didn't and that and they didn't want to draw the attention away from like these young up and coming actors that are in it with. That's cool. So um, I have two more things. One, Kenny the cameraman. Yeah. Gets his throat cut right. Yeah. Next time we see Kenny the cameraman, he's on the roof of the van. How? Who's putting him on the roof of the van? Yeah, who had time to do that? <laughs> yeah, and I get it's for, like, shock factor and uh, make it hard to see because the blood's on the windshield, but yeah. the logistics of Stu would have to be the killer at that point because Billy died in the room. Yes. Quote-unquote. Spoiler, he didn't. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what, six foot five? I don't know how tall Ma- Matthew Lillard is. Know. You know, 180 pound Matthew Lillard lifting this five to six, five foot eight to six foot 300 pound man on top of a news van that's probably 13 feet tall. That's not happening. And there's there's one later where uh, I think Peyton, what's her name? Peyton. She's in. She's a little girl in Remember the Titans. Oh Uh, yeah. Hayden Hayden Panettiere. She's the killer in like the fourth one, I think. Oh, interesting. And there's, like, some crazy thing where the body is placed in a nuts place where it's like, there's no way this little five-foot-four girl could have lifted that person up <laughs> by herself. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the king of the cameraman being up on the up on top of the news van. Um, also, he forgot immediately. It's like, oh, crap, there's a 30-second delay on the camera yeah. from the house to the thing. And then, you know, Sydney's freaking out the van. He's like, let's see where the killer is. Oh, he's still inside the house. So we're good. He gets out of the car, and he's like, then he's like, oh, crap, there's a 30-second delay. Like, yeah, you, you discovered that 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, and then Dewey slowly winning the heart of peak 90s Courtney Cox. I said, I just said, get out, get out of town, dog. It's not happening. Hey, it was that mustache, you know. It's not happening. She, she talks about how she should be in New York covering some expose thing. That woman is living in a world that Dewey Cox cannot imagine. Yeah. Get out of here with her falling <laughs> head over heels in, in love with him. Hey, he's got a little bit amount of power. She's drawn to power. <laughs> yeah, it's the. It, did you. Uh, something that she says that I noticed this last time, I was like, that's kind of creepy, is when they're outside the school. <laughs> I know. What and she says, about. she says uh, something. She's like, you know, my, my show, it registers best with ages 18 to 25. And. You know, it looks like I missed. Looks like I missed out on you, even though you don't look a day over twelve. Yeah, she's sitting there fake flirting with him, and that's the age she picks out. He's like, I was twenty-four last year. Yeah, I was (laughs) twenty-four for a whole year. But her creepy line of "You don't look a day over twelve and he's like, "My boyish figure applies to some some perks and blah blah blah. I'm just like, this is a weird conversation. Yeah. And there, it's a cop and a and a reporter a on the reporter. steps of a school yeah. after someone's been brutally murdered. Yeah. And they're just they're just giving each other sex eyes the whole time. Yeah. It's very inappropriate and weird. 
I thought it was funny though. Yeah, I mean it's funny, but I just yeah. say it's a, just that the age to if it was if it was flip flopped and he said that to her, Dewey's going to jail probably or he, getting yeah. investigated. And even though it's a movie, I'll give him props for like I'm not that smooth. I just feel like oh, I just if someone's just like oh hey you have it you have a you have a nice haircut a nice beard I'm like oh, oh, thank thank you I just I can't even say thanks to a person I don't know. You hear that, ladies? Jake is ready, available, single. Hit him up. His yeah. number is. Just joking. <laughs> I'm not gonna give out his number live on the air. But tweet will. at him. It tweet at him at J J A E K Spencer. On Twitter, say, what up, Jake? <laughs> so, um, would you recommend this movie to a friend, Jake? Sure. Now that I know that I can handle it, like, when we were talking about the rewatching, I forgot to mention, I would rewatch this. Like, if someone's like, hey, I'm going to watch, I want to watch Scream. Do you want to watch it? I won't be like, I can't watch it. Scary movie. Uh, now that I've seen it, I, I can handle it. I'll probably still look away on some parts, like this, like when the guts are falling out of a dude's stomach or whatever, <laughs> or you know when the fake knife goes into a wound or whatever. Then yeah. usually I just I kind of just I'll cover the screen just a little bit. She pokes she pokes his his wound. Yeah, that that was actually probably one of the least. I wasn't expecting it, so I saw it, but I'm like that's smart. I would. It's disgusting, but it's smart. It is smart. Um, I said, would I recommend this? Yes, it's a great. It's great. It's a really good movie. It's well paced. Yeah. The kills are entertaining, even though you say that you look away. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, even like I've watched so many horror movies to this point that, with some crazy, even in like action shows and stuff like i've been watching the boys on amazon when like a super crazy violent thing happens most of the time it makes me laugh more than anything i mean some of them like like if i'm watching like if i watch like a saw or a hostel or something where they're just going over the top with it i don't i don't enjoy that type of thing uh but you know to an extent a lot of times like it makes you know it makes me chuckle or whatever yeah. it doesn't scare me or anything so it's got really iconic scenes that have been featured in pop culture for the past 25ish years the you know would you like do you like scary movies yeah and i mean that's yeah, like i talked about at the beginning they they parodied it on saturday night live last season yeah i mean they've it's been done so much um since then the the ghost face guy is all over the place the line um movies don't make psychos movies make psychos more creative yeah that's in the we hate movies spooktacular intro okay like it's just they got they have so much stuff in this movie that that is just was that's permeated pop culture and been featured in all sorts of different things since then so i would i would say uh yes at least the first one if you like the first one then the the second and third one just to complete the sydney arc you know mm-hmm. that would that's fine and then this new one that's coming out the fourth one doesn't have anything to do i don't remember if any of the kids in that movie are related to her or not yeah. they might be uh, i think one of them actually is like a cousin or something gotcha uh, but it's you know it's not very good. It was to the it was to the point where they had like they had like said all they needed to say at that point. There was nothing really new. Yeah. They were just putting them out to make money. Yeah, that's that's all what sequels kind of do. I mean, uh, at least when they just kind of spit out sequel, sequel, sequel. You know. Well, Jake, I don't know if you know this, but. The documentary Terminator Two is much better than the doc, the first <laughs> documentary of Terminator. I thought that was a good joke on uh, the last episode when you guys were talking about I Am Mother. That one got me good. <laughs> Does it hold up in 2020, Jake? Aside from the technology for a movie made 24 years ago, yeah, it does. I mean, like you said, story, pacing, character. If it was made today, like Scream 1, 
like without any not as a remake if if this franchise did not exist until this year i think it i think it would work yeah they'd have to rewrite a few things well not maybe not really things would happen a little bit faster like oh yeah it's a it's a cell phone and then you know the whole like you know tracing the cell phone number that would that whole thing would be a little bit different and something there's processes would be done differently just due to technology and whatnot yeah that's what still work that was mostly what i said i said it's pretty rooted in the 90s um because a lot of this a lot of what Stu and billy do would be difficult to pull up today with technology the way it is yeah it would like tons of houses have security cameras all over it yeah i said i said call id you know to now like my iphone says potential spam or unknown yeah. or it tells you where the phone call is coming from with the and number the fact that nowadays could, people don't answer phone calls unless it's from somebody they know yeah or i could just they block. just don't answer phone calls and that's another thing that guy calls me and says do you like scary movies i'm like yeah and then he's like he starts to be real creepy i hang up and he calls me again i answer it and he says i still want to talk i just block the number on my yeah. my phone um whether or not he still comes in the house i don't know if that just deflates his his arousal or not yeah. you know i would just you know i would block block the call vocal voice recording you know you could put that i think i'm pretty sure you can put it on speaker and screen grab yeah uh, on iphone uh what what's coming out of the speakers and i'm sure they have tech that can descramble little voice modulators too to where you could identify yeah like, stuff like that I mean, and I, then I like you said call tracing now would just be seriously logging they would just get a warrant to get the people's phone records and it would Easy. just be going on to att.com and looking at the phone records yeah it would and be, see, and they, it would they be, can even access the gps and be like oh they were there yeah it would be open and shut with that within 30 yeah. minutes and then like you said house security systems there you know ring doorbells and all that stuff, you know, anytime you walk out the front door of my mom's house, her phone says motion detected outside in the front Same door. Same with mine. <laughs> you know, so uh, they would have to, you know, with the way house security systems are, you know, I used to work a job where I dealt with going into people's backyards and stuff all the time. People have cameras all over the place in places that you wouldn't even imagine. Yeah. In their backyards. Yep. Rewatchability, we already covered that a little bit. I would rewatch it you know pretty much it's a solid october movie yeah probably wouldn't watch it normally but yeah it's a solid october if you're if it's you know a nice fall evening and you want to watch a good scary movie you know scream is is a nice pick can't go wrong yeah solid especially you know for me that's significant because as we just have discussed previously i'm not big into scary movies slasher movies etc and this is one I actually could rewatch. You know, there's there's enough comedic elements in it that it helps me to relax. So I'm not just on edge yeah. the entire bang, bang, time. Bang, 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 bang with yeah. like scary stuff. Yeah. yeah, you probably wouldn't do well with like a Conjuring or something. That movie's no, pretty much that movie's. I mean, it's not. It doesn't have like blood or gore in it, but that movie's very much tension the whole time. There's. Yeah. It always feels like, you know, the camera's panning to something that's going to scare you. Yeah. Uh, same with, like, those paranormal activity movies. I remember we went, when we were in college, our friends uh, Jacob and Jeff, who were previous episode guests, and then Jacob's brother Matthew uh, and our good friend Johnny, we all went to Wichita and watched uh, Paranormal Activity 3 in the theater, and... You know, the people are trying to figure out what's going on with this house, why does stuff keep happening, these, all these spooky things are happening. And the dad, because it's set in like the 80s, I think, uh-huh. and the dad gets this bright idea to take the fan off an oscillating fan, like the, the fan piece, and yeah. then mount a camera to the oscillator so it'll look into the kitchen, and then look into the living room, and then look into the kitchen, yeah. and look in. And seriously, that that part of the movie that is, was the most stressful part of that whole movie because it would pan to the kitchen, and oh you would gosh, see and you're expecting something. you would see something move, and then it would pan back to the living room, and like the chandelier would be swaying a little bit, and then it would pan back to the kitchen. And what's funny is I was sitting next to uh, Matt at the thing, and 
and he every time that camera would pan, something would move, and then it would pan away, and it would come back. Matt would just take a big <sighs> and yeah. pan back. He's probably just, about as skittish as I it's am. Just, just a, it is just a stressful, <laughs> stressful part of that movie. And yeah, Matt Matt's kind of jumpy. He was the easiest person to scare um, at Barkley. He's was probably pretty mad at us talking about this. Uh, but I mean, a lot of times it was just one time I had to go back to my class to get something for, or had to go back to my room to get something for a final. Yeah. Me and him were sweet mates and his door yeah. was open cause he was packing to go home. And I walked into his room and he was facing away from me and I just, Whoa! and made him <laughs> scream. So, and, and then I, he called me a MF or something and I went into <laughs> my room and got the thing and I left. Classic. Yeah, it's just stuff Love like it. that with Matt. So, watching scary movies with Matt's fun. I have enjoyed that. Was su- was such a fun part of, you know, horror movie month when we would do it in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, remember when you guys the, did that? The reactions, him and Patrick. Patrick would get spooked at some things. Yeah, you guys mentioned that, uh, and I am mother last yeah. week. Yeah, I got but, I got the pleasure of listening to the whole the whole episode and. Uh, getting to edit and stuff like that it was just fun to listen to some of the stuff you guys talked about when i was gone yeah so uh next category is who would or would the movie be better this is another one that kind of tweaked would the movie be better if these people were casted instead of who would we cast and why because me and you are both like i don't know because we're not casting directors yeah so for sydney uh melissa joan hart clarissa herself uh, she was considered. Uh, Brittany Murphy was also okay. considered, uh, and then Alicia, or yeah, Alicia Witt. I don't know who that is. Melanie Linsky and Melinda Clark. I've heard of Melinda Clark's name, but I couldn't put a name to her face. Yeah, the first few you said are. I, I they all. They that. all. Um, Audition for Sydney. You think sure. the movie would be better with either one of them or if Nev Campbell was a good um, pick? I mean, Nev Campbell was a great pick, but I think some of the, the first few would have would have done, I think, a pretty good job still. Yeah, I think... Based um, I remember from their other films and TV shows or whatever. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart as Tatum. Yeah, that would have worked, too. Would probably worked. Because um, she she's a little bit more kind of uh, flighty, flirty type of an actress. Yeah, the girl who played Tatum, that that or that that role, you know, could have been given to someone easier like uh, Anna Faris. But isn't she in the scary movie films? She's in scary movies. Okay, yeah. so that's that's why I made that connection because I was just yeah. like, that's and that's kind of how I found out about her. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix turned down the role of Billy Loomis. Oh my god, he would have been so creepy. Yeah, he would have been really good. <laughs> I yeah. think he. Uh, Wes Craven wanted a guy that resembled. Johnny Depp for that role though, and they got they got a discount Johnny Depp with Lars Ulrich, whatever or whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, it's something. I Ulrich. had never heard of that guy, so he's, I mean, he's not been in much. I don't know if he's had issues or he's like a creep or something. He's he's like one of the only like people in that main cast that I'd never heard of before or after this movie. Yeah, everybody else I've heard of at least. Uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. auditioned for Stu. I could see that. That would make Matthew Lillard not in this movie, so I'm saying no. No. Yeah, I mean, no. I get why, but I could see him playing that role. Yeah. Brooke Shields was nearly cast as Gail Weathers. Okay. And then also Janine Garofalo turned the role down. So Janine Garofalo, isn't that the... She's in like the Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. Her. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. And then Melinda Clark, who also auditioned for Sydney, turned down Tatum. So I'm guessing she auditioned for Sydney, got offered Tatum, didn't want to do Tatum. Interesting. I'm going to look her up real quick to see who she is, because I've heard that name before. What did you say her name was again? Melinda Clark. Okay. Yeah, I don't... The name... I mean, it's... Oh, uh, okay. She's from Spawn. Oh, Return of the Living Dead. And that's about it. Lock in she probably cow. she probably regrets turning down Tatum. Yeah, I mean, she's not done much. Um, 
He's in this was in one episode of a show called Swedish Dicks. <laughs> Vampire Diaries, Gotham. She's done a lot of TV. Okay. Okay, so I have some random things. And yeah. We already we already went over one, so there's just gonna be two. Uh, the weird bedroom scene at the first where he's talking about, like, I was watching the Exorcist, Exorcist and it made me thought of you, think of you. And yeah, it's just like... Which is a weird thing. That's a weird thing to lead off with. Yeah. But I was whole... watching a movie about a demon-possessed girl and it made me think just of you. That's a pickup line. I'm going to write it down and use it. I will the, uh, check back in next week and let you know how it went. That whole scene, the did you notice what the song was in the background? No. It was this weird rendition cover of don't fear the reaper oh really so it's like it's like it's pointing to him being the killer interesting that's hilarious i noticed that this watch through that's something i never noticed before that it's uh it's don't fear the reapers playing in the background that whole scene that's hilarious and then the killer so the trope that all these movies texas chainsaw massacre friday the 13th you know uh, Halloween, um, Nightmare on the Street, all the the antagonists are like these unstoppable. You can set them on fire. You can blow them up. You can shoot them. You can throw grenades at them. Doesn't matter. They're gonna get knocked down for a few minutes, and then all of a sudden Michael Myers is standing back up again, or he gets hit by a car. Yeah. And he's standing back up. This last. This last Halloween movie that came out in 2019 or 2018, um, he gets trapped in a basement that's been set on fire. Yeah. Uh, and there's going to be another Halloween movie next year or something. Th- these dudes just never die. Never, ever die. Um, and when they're being attacked, they don't ever show like they're in pain or anything. Mm-hmm. And this one, the, the, two, the two guys were very much human. The, the, even in the very first kill of uh, Drew Barrymore, you know, he was tripping and falling, and when he got yeah. kicked, he fell over, and you know, Sydney hits him with the door, and he falls, and you know, yeah. it's not like a, it's not like a, they fall down and they're just silent. You can hear them, yeah, go like, you ah. know, yeah, reacting to pain. Yeah, so I, I like really, that. I really like that in this movie, and then the it, fact that they, they both actually do die yeah there, there's it's not like an ambiguous ending did billy and Stu live yeah B- Stu gets a tv dropped on his head and electrocuted and yeah. then billy gets stabbed shot and then shot in the head yeah you know um and so then Stu showed a little bit of remorse at the end before he tried to he's like mom and dad are you so mad at me yeah and he's kind of like crying because also he's in pain and he's like, Billy just wanted me to, and I, like, he's like, I succumbed to peer pressure yeah, easily. Peer pressure. What are you gonna tell the cops? Peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that another thing, the the whole motive thing, you know. It's obvious that he pitched to Stu that we're not gonna have a motive. We're gonna be these crazy people that don't have a motive because why did yeah. all these other people have a motive? Nope. That's what makes horror movies horror movies. Yeah. And then he says that his motive was that her mom had an affair with his dad and that caused his mom to leave so yeah. that's why he killed her mom and is trying to kill her mm-hmm. so he immediately has a motive yeah um also you said that you know he kind of uh, Stu kind of shows remorse but then that remorse immediately goes away when she stabs billy yeah because he comes at her and i think he implies that he's gonna sexually assault her because he said yeah i always had a thing for you sydney yeah. And then she hits him in the head with the plant and then drops the TV. Yeah. Because she says you wish or something. She drops yes. the TV on yeah, his the, head. The classic quip. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's all, you know, that's all I got for this episode. Uh, I'm glad that you kind of liked it. You know, I recommend these movies to you and I'm kind of, you know, I know you don't like them. So there, I'm always kind of We're We're finding that, the line of 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 like this genre where I can comfortably watch a, a movie and not be like, oh, gosh, I can't handle this. So we're we're getting there. Like, yeah, and that you know, and that that gray area of like, it's not, it's you know, 
just enough, but not way too much. It's kind of where I set with scary movies anyway. It's yeah. like I don't, I don't enjoy torture porn or yeah, anything like either. that. Like I've I've seen plenty of them in my lifetime to know that, you know, those movies aren't really scary. They're not, they're not scary movies. They're just they're trying to shock you into feeling like disgusted. And yeah, when I want to watch a movie, I would like to watch and enjoy a movie. Oh yeah. I don't want to sit down and be just disgusted and feel sick the whole time. And that's what, yeah. like, those Saw movies do. And I've never seen Hostel. People people have told me about Hostel. It's just not something that I want to see. And, you know, we, for Horror Movie Month one year, we watched The Human Centipede, which the Ugh, first one... Yeah, you guys heard about one, it, and I'm like, no way. The first one's not overly gory it's just kind of shocking well and the thought of what they have happens to to them and stuff yeah uh but we watched the we watched the second one and the second one is like it's not a sequel the second one is like it's taking place in the real world and the character that you're following is a fanatic of the first movie and is trying to recreate the human centipede in real life so it actually abducts people and he does all sorts of horrible things to him. And, you know, we were watching it. It's all in black and white. Um, oh. And we watched it, and there was a part that I'm not going to tell you because I know you don't like this stuff. But, yeah. you know, it happened. And, and, you know, I got up, and Patrick was like, yeah, this is enough for me. And I was like, yeah, I'm not watching this either. And we both left. Gotcha. Uh, we both left Jeff's room, and I went and wrote a paper or something for class. Um, I so I chose I chose writing a uh, a paper for our youth ministry teacher professor <laughs> rather than watching a scary movie. That's how disgusting Human Centipede Two was. I saw something that's kind of like that, but it was an episode of a TV show where like these two fighter pilots crash and they visit this doctor. He sews them together side by side, but they end up just developing ESP and you know, and then they knock the doctor out, and then they sew his uh, feet to his hands and his butt to his chest. It's an episode of Community. Uh, I was going to say, I've seen this <laughs> so, before, too. Yeah, it's the episode where they're all trying to tell yeah, scary stories. The scary it's, stories, uh, yeah. It's Troy's version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, I've heard Sorry. this before. I was, I was just... I thought I you were reaching for on. I thought you were reaching for a stuck on you reference with Matt Damon. I was about to be like no. Jake, dude. That is a deep pull, man. But <laughs> the community community reference makes more sense. Yeah. But you know, so you know, I'm kind of I can I could tow the line just because the line that I tow for horror movies is stuff that I that is not super. Yeah. It's more about storytelling and making you feel like stress or dread or something rather than just showing me everything i hate it when movies show you everything from the beginning yeah it's it's not scary anymore so but yeah i want to say thank you guys for listening to our podcast you can thank you you can follow us on twitter at seen this have you uh and on instagram and at h-y-s-t podcast and then on facebook where have you seen this podcast or at hyst you know give us a like and a follow tell us tell us uh you know hit us up let us know that you're listening also leave us a five star itunes review you know hop on there tell us if you know we're doing good if you have any recommendations me and jake are both open to you know constructive criticism it doesn't have to be constructive you can just criticize us we don't care yeah, I can handle it. We can read. We'll read them. So <laughs> hop on there. Give us a five-star uh, iTunes review. Uh, tell us you like it, you hate it, what you'd like to see different. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Ethan Tyler Wilson with no E in Tyler. And same on Instagram. Go ahead, Jake. And I am at J-A-E-K Spencer on both Instagram and Twitter. So... I don't post a lot, but they're there. For next week, we're going to be watching, what was it, Jake, Phantom? We are going to slam evil. We're going to stay in 1996. We're going to watch The Phantom, starring Billy Zane, 
and Catherine Zeta-Jones and other people. So if you have Amazon Prime, it's like two bucks to rent. I think that's the only place I was able to find it. But it's a great little cheesy superhero movie. I love it as a, as a kid. I still like it now. But yeah, so we're going to watch that. Awesome. So we'll see you next week. Just want to say, you know, stay safe, wear a mask, register to vote. Voter deadline's coming up. You know, be smart with your vote. Don't throw it away. Important important election coming up. Important things yeah, happening. Yeah, don't write me in. Don't write Actually Jake vote. in. Jake doesn't want to be president. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't write in Kanye either. Please don't do that. But yes. Until next time, this is Have You Seen This Podcast. We'll see you later. Bye.